He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is Cats at Night, the number one show at 5 o'clock. John Katsimatidis here. And along with the studio, we got Ed Cox uh, and 10 years the... uh, a GOP chair of New York State, and uh, good to he, be here as always. And, and happy see Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving! And I understand on the phone with us we got Lydia Serrani. Lydia, how are you? How's your Thanksgiving? It's good. I'm actually via. We have a. It's called Opal, so I almost sound like I'm in the studio. Thanks to our fabulous engineer Dan Herschel. But yes, the Thanksgiving is still going on. I'm up in my office, and my family is downstairs, and I've been cooking all day. Well, that sounds wonderful. What did you have? Did you have turkey? We had turkey. We also had lamb chops because Albanians, we love ourselves some good baby lamb. And then, of course, we have the other usual sides. We also have to have pasta. You have to have a little bit of everything. How about you guys? Well, we had turkey. Now, the big question this morning when I was on with Dominic Carter for this morning, do you <laughs> like dark meat or, or white meat? Oh, dark I'm going to use Greg, Greg Kelly's response. I'm a vegetarian. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't believe that somehow. <laughs> Uh, and I, uh, you know, on the line we has uh, we have the borough president of Staten Island. Uh, uh, we, how are you doing today, Vito Fusella? I'm doing great, John. Happy Thanksgiving to you and Margot and uh, everybody else who uh, is in the studio or parts unknown. So everything is great. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. And uh, tell us what a tell us about a Staten Island uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, you, you guys had. Uh, uh, your Italian uh, background and a little bit of uh, of Irish. And uh, yep. uh, tell us about that uh, Thanksgiving in Staten Island. I think it's one of the best, if not the best, holiday in the year because it's the the one day that that we all come together as Americans and basically appreciate uh, where we all came from, the sacrifices uh, perhaps our grandparents or great grandparents uh, made, our parents to give us this uh, this life in this great country and it goes back you know 400 years to the first pilgrims who arrived but today for example we're at our good friends uh, dear friends Mike and Sarah Dana's house um as we've been doing for years and and their brothers uh, my, uh Matt and and Jay are here with their families so it's about coming together uh you know a nice lasagna a tray of lasagna followed by turkey and accompanied by 400 different types of vegetables <laughs> and everything else uh but most importantly it's about sitting around a table and just being with people you want to be around and uh, with our family and theirs and, and, and what, friends. Now, tell me, you don't talk about politics. What do you talk about? I think we talk about the same thing we've been talking about for the last 20 years. You know, it's a lot. It's just wonderful. As you know, John, you, you want to see uh, you, your kids are growing. Uh, you want to know how they're doing, whether it be in college or their jobs or as, as people are getting engaged and getting married and, and all that stuff. So it's a lot of just catching up. It's being with who you want. And then some of the kids go, there's a, there's a place uh, called Talk of the Town, and uh, a lot of the kids uh, congregate after dinner, and they reunite. So Staten Island has that small-town feel that, believe it or not, two, three generations still unite before Thanksgiving. There's famous basketball games, rivalries, uh, dinner, two, two, three, four, five o'clock, and then a lot of the younger people get together afterwards. And we just hang and, and catch up on what we think is important. And I think that's where I go full circle. Thanksgiving is about just giving thanks for those simple, beautiful things that God has given us, our families have given us, 
and we appreciate not just Staten Island, New York, but the great country we live in. That that's the United States of America. Well, Thanksgiving should be one of the holidays that there's no controversy at all at. Uh, but uh, I understand uh, the woke culture is trying to create a little bit of controversy. Some people want to call it Turkey Day instead of Thanksgiving Day because the pilgrims uh, didn't treat the Indians right or something. Yeah, right, Joy Reid. You know, I would say this, and that is the, the one element that we tend to sort of miss on Thanksgiving, that the folks, the pilgrims who came, nobody's perfect, right? The 40 or so who created the May, Mayflower, Mayflower Compact, to, to squash any mutiny, but more about self-governance, governance, people coming together with diverse opinions, and that became really the, the foundation ultimately for the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and the rule of law that has allowed us to live together despite where we come from, despite our differences. And, yes, I remember years ago, in fact, I ran into my kindergarten teacher once, and she said she had to have two different seatings at two different tables because politics was destroying Thanksgiving. But if we could just turn the page and well, get now it's 40 years ago. Together. <laughs> So those are the elements that I think we miss, and it's easy to focus on the negative. It's easy to highlight sort of the handful of differences, but when all is said and done, I think we have so much more in common, and grace has given us, uh, and the good Lord above has given us so much more to enjoy, to celebrate, and to appreciate each other's company. So that's I, I, I want to get Ed Cox's. Oh. One second. I just want to say, Walt Disney took over the board of directors of Walt Disney, took the woke culture, threw them out, brought back the old chairman. And, uh, you know, I said, well, be woke, go broke. And the stock of Walt Disney was down to, to half the price of what it was when the old chairman was in. And now they got the new chairman in, and maybe they'll straighten things out. I hope so. I, mean, I think it, 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 what what happens is the the world, the sort of at least in this country, I think it ultimately self corrects. Right? People get get together. They say if if the fringe goes off in a bad direction, and obviously the board of directors has an obligation fiduciary to its shareholders. And despite one's political opinions, if you're destroying the company and destroying the stock price, you're hurting the shareholders. So a change has to be made. Uh, and I hope that we can get back into, as I say, getting back to things that we can come together on and, and agree with and, and and just appreciate this this wonderful country of ours. Yeah, I think we're right in the middle, Ed Cox here. Uh, uh, you know, I think we're right in the middle of doing that now. Elon Musk is doing that with Twitter, right? Same mm-hmm. thing. Elon it's Musk, changing. I think, is going to be successful. He yeah. wants a little bit of common sense. That's why I was a little bit surprised how uh, President Trump uh, treated Elon Musk. Why? Why make Elon Musk an enemy? Yeah, and Ed, to your point, I think what happens is when the others, when those who really claim to be tolerant and embrace free speech, and they really don't, when they start screaming loudly, that means that chances are it's going to be successful. So, I think that's where we need to get back to, uh, and just remember that. Um, you know, we, we I keep repeating we have so much more in common and so many good people in this country and the city and, and of course on Staten Island uh, that we want to do good. We want to do good for the next generation, and I really have to believe that that's going to happen. Lydia, you wanted to say something. Oh, I wanted to get your reaction, everybody's, to MSNBC host. Um, she said that Thanksgiving is a fairy tale. She links the holiday to slavery. She claims it's a simplistic fairy tale perpetuated by the right to hide well, we, how the we U.S. We had that button really... someplace. Remember that button? You know what it said? Yeah. She's full of crap. 
she said the United States was founded on genocide and ongoing white supremacy. Ed Cox, I want to hear your take. And your oh, you got to be kidding. I mean, and this I mean, is a one holiday. Everyone yeah, give I mean, thanks to the good Lord and to the people who formed this great country and made us really all nationalities are welcome here under our Constitution. That's the way it works. Yeah. A very unique country. Well, you know, what happened two, three hundred years ago, that was their way of life then. And. It is what it is. I mean, the person who's full of crap is this lady from MSNBC, and I'm going to forget her name because, you know why? She's irrelevant. Well, and I would also add, and that's the beauty of this country, right? That's what I sort of said, but the Mayflower Compact became the foundation of the Constitution that granted, among other things, the freedom of religion, but also the freedom of speech that she has to choose us to exercise. And at this point, you know, I, we like to think about, you know, Mary Pat and I, just about the people, men and women who are wearing our nation's uniform, who are in harm's way, away from their families and loved ones, uh, serving across the globe. And it's because of their sacrifice over the last 250-plus years that people like that have the right to the freedom of speech. And we still can say that the United States of America is the greatest country in the world. So to all those veterans and those wearing our nation's uniform, we can't thank them enough for their willingness to sacrifice in their service. God bless them for their service. Amen. Amen. We agree with you 100%. Vito Fasella, borough president of uh, Staten Island, thank you for everything you uh, do for the people of Staten Island and speak out. You actually speak out for all New Yorkers. And God bless you and uh, God bless the people of Staten Island. God bless America. Thank you so much. Well, John, you and Margo are one of the reasons we give thanks on this day. And Lee and, and Ed, thank you so much. I wish all of your families a beautiful Thanksgiving and the remainder of it. Enjoy. Enjoy the rest of the year. Enjoy the rest of the weekend and the rest of the year. God bless you. God Appreciate bless. you having me on. Well, uh, I'll tell you, it's. Uh, it's getting dark out there, but at least the weather wasn't that bad, Ed. It wasn't bad at all. I didn't need a coat. <laughs> yeah, for Thanksgiving, that's not bad. Well, why don't we take a a, a break? Um, control room, we'll take a break, and we're going to come back. Talk Radio 77, Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. 